In the shadow of Rockford Tower behind enemy lines in the belly of the Delaware Way Beast. Uh, this is Rob, and this is your Highlands Bunker podcast. Uh, we have uh, some important information. This is informational tonight. This is like news. Um, Carl is uh, not in the studio tonight. He's, uh, he's taking a breather. Um, when, when you work uh, 15 hours a day on campaigns for three months, you need a little bit of a breather. You run down. Um, so I'm running uh, the... Uh, Studio Solo, uh, and we're talking about uh, an important issue um, that came out about a month ago, I guess, that um, a bunch of our schools have poison in the water. I don't know if you guys noticed it, uh, but here to talk about it uh, are two or two people who are um, well-versed in the subject. Uh, first, from the Red Clay School Board, uh, Jose Matthews. Jose, thank you for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. And uh, our man uh, at the Delaware Call, a freelance journalist, uh, who just dropped a huge story about the, uh, the uh, Delaware Realtors Association uh, and uh, how they paid to get the Tenants' Bill of Rights uh, killed. Uh, so go to that. We'll actually link to that in the call. But uh, Jordan, how, how are you doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. Let's talk some shit. Let's do, let's do it. <laughs> um, so Jordan actually did attend um, what was a sort of a legislative sponsored town hall online, I guess, um, last night. And we'll have more information. But I want to start at the top. And maybe, Jose, you can give us, like, the background. I remember reading the story. Um, Amanda Fry's uh, in the, on, uh, Delaware Online News Journal sort of said, I'm looking at these reports. They have elevated levels of lead. They're public, um, but, like, no individual school or district knew about them. Um, can you sort of walk us through, like, how you found out and, and, and sort of what the report said once you were able to, to look at it and, and discuss it? Yeah. Uh, so thank you. So I'm certainly happy to kind of bring it back. Um, and really, when we talk about this issue, it's a lot more recent, at least to the public and to um, the boards. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I sit on the Red Clay School Board, um, one of seven members, um, and I, I live in the Ellesmere area representing um, the entirety of the district. Um, but we ended up finding out um, more information from Amanda Fries, uh, who's an incredible journalist, um, who was able to get her hands on these lead results. Um, from these lead results, we were able to find out that it had been nearly a year um, since the testing um, occurred in our buildings. And it was voluntary testing um, that was uh, funded through an EPA grant called the WIND grant. Um, back in 2019, uh, DOE applied for this grant, which was um, upwards nearly of a, a quarter, quarter million dollars. It was $209,000, $209, I think, to be exact. Um, they ended up applying for this grant um, to do lead water testing in schools. Um, there were some contingencies that were tied to the grant, uh, such as um, a communications plan that we know as the three T's. Um, and within that, um, they, they did not fulfill the three T's obligation that was within the money that they received. Now, this is a sticking point. Let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's, so let's just hit this one right off the bat. Sure. The first sort of point of contention sure. was that the... Department of Education got the grant. Got a grant. 
to do voluntary testing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the grant is contingent upon reporting and, and the Department of Education would be responsible for it. Correct. But the testing itself, obviously, was 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 done by uh, was it Health and Social Services? They so, because obviously the Department of Education, you know, yeah. no education bureaucrat's going to go in and like test water. They I know. Do. So yeah, so they ended up partnering um, with the Department of Public Health. Okay, gotcha. Um, and so the testing, funny enough, um, and we should all kind of preface by saying that um, lead testing is a little bit more complex um, than it may seem. It's not. Um, as simple as um, just collecting a, a water sample and testing. And sure, I think that's, you know, the the over more so like the overall logistics of it. But from my understanding, there's some engineering involved and there's just a, a little bit more of an expertise that has to be understood. So when these um, test kits were sent out to the districts, they were sent out to custodians who um, did not receive the testing uh, or the, I'm sorry, the training to be able to facilitate that process. Um, and that training was a part of the grant, of the WIND grant. Um, and that from, from square one, there were issues there. Um, that testing just did not, that training did not happen. Now, luckily enough, um, in Red Clay, uh, we work really well with um, our director of facilities. We have some incredibly talented and experienced people that help guide our custodians through this process. Um, so I feel very confident in the samples that we did grab um, from our pipes. Um, and, and, you know, I, I take the results as being valid. Um, and we have retested and we know that the results that we have received are valid. So, yeah, they were they were conf these these figures that people could have could be skeptical of for good reason, because. Yeah. They were just given to the maintenance people at the school sure. without any kind of like, what do you, how do you, what do you do with this? Yeah. <laughs> um, but retesting has indicated that they're accurate. They're, and yeah. They, and the, the, the figures that show elevated levels of lead in these particular places are. That there's are lead in our water yeah. and elevated um, lead in our water. Um, so much, so much so to the point where um, we are reevaluating the standards of what is safe, what is drinkable, what is safe around our students. Up until this past Monday, we just shut down 10 additional water faucets because we know the damage that lead can have when it's consumed. So you said it was um, it was voluntary. It was sure. like, hey, if you want to do this. So do is there any – has there been any talk, I'm sure there has, of a full-scale sort of sweep? Yeah. And that's, that is conversation that we're having currently – um, and I think that DOE um, and DPH are working on a plan. However, um, from conversations, they're mentioning that this plan wouldn't roll out for another year, 2024. So we're just supposed to stand by and accept the fact that we have lead in our water um, and just wait here while water is being consumed in our buildings until 2024, until they create a plan. Yeah. I, it's I a lot to unpack. <laughs> We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. I, I want to talk to Jordan about something first because it struck me. I'm, you know, you're a lot younger. Yeah. I'm, Jordan's not from here. <laughs> I'm from here. Uh, and it struck me when I read the list of schools. Sure. And pr very prominent on that list with the sort of the worst results mm -hmm. were. Um, the high school for adult and continuing education, mm -hmm. 
uh, mm-hmm. Gross High School Gross High in school. Marshallton. Yeah. Uh, Wallace Wallen, which mm-hmm. is a school in uh, Colonial School District for uh, dis- developmentally disabled Correct. students. Correct. Um, so it's just like the the absolute most like um, exposed vulnerable vulnerable mm-hmm. um, people are getting just poisoned in yeah. their water. I don't know. I mean, did you? Uh, what was your reaction, Jordan, when when you? not only saw the report but it took a, about a day to realize like nobody knew that like nobody at the schools knew this was happening i mean that's wild stuff i mean <clears throat> sorry my first reaction was i mean on the one hand disbelief because you you know obviously expect better from you know from your school district and your state government i mean but also i mean it completely made sense because delaware i mean Delaware has always been reluctant mm. to make any type of like significant, I don't know, you know, changes or positive reforms to education. I mean, how many how many committees have we had in Wilmington to look at Wilmington education system and talk about solutions to the you know educational problems that our children's face uh, in Wilmington with all the school district with school district the city being divided into multiple school districts. Yeah, I mean, even now, here's my issue. With they this. pass the buck all and the I, time. I had a conversation with uh, one of our uh, friends and comrades who's getting ready to um, sort of rally support for this Wilmington collaborative or whatever that would sort of like centralize the overlapping Wilmington schools, mm-hmm. um, which I think is actually a great idea. Generally, I talked to Adriana Brome about it when she, <laughs> when when she, she was here. When she was here. Uh-huh. That's what we talked about. Yep. Um, and so I, 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 I understand, I can, I can at least understand why there's going to be arguments and discussion about like tactics like what's the best way to to do this and what are the what's the best curriculum and what's the best way to roll it out this is poison in the water mm-hmm. this is like the roofs caving in mm-hmm. like this is not up for like a, a debate mm-hmm. I, I don't that's the part i don't get like this is not there's no this is emergency situation do you know what i mean and and that's that's the part i'm trying i'm having trouble wrapping and- my my head around oh absolutely and actually i should also say my first reaction when i saw the report was i went to look for my kid's school and it wasn't even on the list they forgot to include william c lewis on the list lewis was tested and, okay yeah, and because um, that was the other Jose thing can speak no. to that but it wasn't they, it wasn't clear to me that every school like every school wasn't tested mm-hmm. so you wouldn't even but but it was tested and not on the list it was mm-hmm. tested on the list it was a publication error but i mean you know the second i saw that you know immediately you know started sending out emails filed for requests, I was just like, oh, hell, if they forgot my kid's school, there's going to be hell to pay on this, right? Because something Lewis' parents often complain about is that the school feels forgotten. And so, of course, when I looked at, you know, that report and I saw my kid's school wasn't even on it, I was like, oh, well, this is fucking bullshit again. Like, it's just more bullshit. Yeah. Well, let's get the the first thing I want to get to, because I think there's going to be a lot of discussion about uh, the forum that was held just last night on the, whatever, the 14th or 15th, whatever mm-hmm. it was last night. The 14th. 14th. Um, a few weeks ago, the Red Clay School Board met, and I believe you were the only school board to have taken act, this kind of action. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, so you drafted and the board approved a letter to be sent to um, the federal EPA. Yeah, it was a federal complaint. The federal complaint mm-hmm. to the EPA, which, again, I when I saw I saw the headline, again, uh, Amanda's on it like, like crazy. <laughs> awesome. Um, and I thought, well, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Then it's then it says, well, they were the only school district to do it, 
and there was two dissenting votes. Yeah. Uh, so we had a, a Amanda and I had a little funny exchange on social media because she went in and got the recording and and and, and kind of had a chuckle at it too. But can you can you uh, talk about um, making you know? Uh, what that letter stated, what it's going to do, and, and what outcome you hope to get just by getting some more, um, getting some more notice of what's happening. Yeah, and um, I'll clarify: there were three dissenting votes on okay. the board, Thank and you. so this letter um, somehow poison in our water, lead in our water, has become a de- debatable topic as to whether or not we are going to let children drink um, and be exposed to lead in the water. For some reason, this has become controversial. Um, so this letter. Um, was drafted um, by myself and it was proposed um, to the board. It was, I should mention, that it was drafted with other community members and subject matter experts. Um, I did consult with someone who has a PhD from the University of Delaware, um, who has really been um, s- someone who I could really trust and in, in, um, provide some advice and expertise, you know, in, in the world of lead testing um, and environmental justice. So, uh, with this letter, it basically outlined the obligate the unmet obligations within the wind grant that DOE um, received, but it also um, noted some of the failures um, that DOE did throughout this process, like withholding uh, these results and not communicating these results to families and children so that they could be tested. So, so much so to the point where families and children um, and teachers and staff um, who could have been poisoned, and we know to this point they were, um, could not test for lead with their pediatricians, with their primary care doctors, even if they wanted to at this point, because the results were intentionally unreleased for such a prolonged period of time. Lead testing only has so much of a margin and so much of a window. Um, so when those results aren't communicated immediately, um, as outlined within the parameters of the grant, it's a safety risk for everybody. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm hopeful that at least that will, that will get people's eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that other school districts decide to take it up. Um, it seems, uh, I can't understand why they wouldn't yeah. something and I, so significant. But you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think that there's a and maybe Jordan can speak to this, and you can too, because I think one of the when, – when I heard sort of what the dissent was on the red clay board, it was like classic Delaware way stuff. It was <laughs> like, well – the bear. It was like, look, the bear. I mean, the, the, the DOE is <laughs> trying to get their shit together, yeah. and, you know, and then we got these people, and they don't know. Let's just let them – you know, it's they're all like, very nice people with bright political careers ahead of them. Don't mess up their political yeah. <laughs> career with by poking the bear. Yeah. You and know? we know school board seems to be like this platform that so many legislators have jumped off of. So you're absolutely right. It's they start here um, and they do. They don't want to poke the bear. They don't want to be held accountable. Um, and that was the argument there is like, don't poke the bear, work with DOE. But we know that we can't rely on our suppressors to be able to admit fault um, and then rely on our suppressors who are obviously um, abusing the system and have um, abused you know, the funds that they received to be able to do the work to keep us safe, and they didn't do that. Well, let's get to this forum. Yeah. So originally, um, I, it was my understanding it was going to be some like a hearing, like a special session and a hearing, but it turned into a, a 
public forum that was sponsored by uh, several elected officials. I know Sarah McBride. Sarah McBride led the event. Led yeah. the event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who did a great job. Amazing. She held their feet to the fire. Yeah. <laughs> and right from the beginning made she everything, everyone in there very uncomfortable because she was not like. She set the tone. She set the tone. Yeah. yeah. So so that's great. So so this was, this was the community, um, the schools, you know, parents, um, and the DOE. And, and EPA and and and, oh, yeah. and the EPA. There was one one representative representative from, yeah. from the from the federal EPA. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill. Shout out to uh, shout out to bureaucrat Bill. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for Don. He's probably he's probably he was in Chevy Chase, Maryland, fucking zooming in from his den. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, I love Bill. the background. Yeah. Um, so, what do do we have an idea? I mean, what what what. What is the DOE's stance right now? What's their like official stance? I guess today the the thing that I saw was in quotes missteps. Sure. So I guess I guess there is some evidence that you know people looked at this and saw what it was and made a decision not to do anything. Yeah. Um, is that pretty much the the idea that we're getting? I mean, Jordan, what, what what's the what's their line right now? I mean. I can't believe that they are so unprepared for this meeting. It was <laughs> shocking how unprepared they were. Mm-hmm. Like, was the depart- who's, dear, who's the head of the Who's the head of the uh, the, 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 the DOE? DOE is Mark Holiday. Um, uh, Department of Health and uh, Human Services is Molly Magrick. Mm-hmm. Ma- and they were both on Magrick. Magrick. Both cabinet level people were on a call. And then uh, Vice Director or some other sub director of DOE, Jamie Mack, um, who had that horrible quote in the News Journal um, where he basically threw the districts under the bus and said. Washed their hands of it and said, not our fault. <laughs> you know, we might be the leaders of the Department of Education in this state, but we're not taking responsibility. We're recipients for this. of the grant. Recipients mm-hmm. of the grant. Yeah. I mean, on what grounds, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, because what, what we're saying is when you look at the WIN grant, uh, it's documented that the responsibility rests on DOE Correct. to let the individual schools and school districts know what the, what the test results are. Correct. So, well, but on what grounds does he make this claim that they can absolve themselves of? Responsibility. I'll read his quote for you. It was in uh, Amanda um, Freeze follow-up story. Is about it Freeze or Fries? Fries. Freeze. Uh, it's Freeze. Yeah. Freeze. Yeah. Freeze. Thank God. I apologize. And she also goes by Mandy. So I mean, like... I know. Well, I don't. I I've, I don't think I've met her in in real life because obviously there's the reporters can't come in here anymore. Yeah. This, is, this is back in the day, Mandy. We used to hang Lex, Carl Baker. Uh, a lot of hanging, a lot of hang sessions, uh, <laughs> but apparently you can ask Phil about it. Uh, it's, that's over. Um, <laughs> well, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, go, let go. me read you Jamie's quote because when all of this broke, this is one of those things where like it was just a compl- immediately apparent there's a complete lack of leadership mm-hmm. coming from the DOE and DHHS, um, you know, um, on this issue. And, you know, Jamie Mack's quote in the News Journal just really sealed it for me. He said, we've been working with school districts. We've been providing them with information both in general and on what schools need to do. And there's an informational sheet for parents out there, said Jamie Mack, an educational associate with the state education department. Quote, we really relied on the districts to put out to put that out to the community. So they're saying we already whatever we whatever they have now. What about the delay, though? Well, this is, no, nobody's nobody's talking about the delay. No. This is and this comes to like I think there there are two like key points that people kept bringing up is at the meeting. It's like what's the plan and what are you going to do about it and how do you explain the lack of communication? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and these missteps. And when I say they came completely unprepared and looked like deer in headlights, <laughs> they must have known that the first question people were going to ask is, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. And what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. They had nothing. And those were the questions that were in the complaint. That were so, in the complaint. yeah. So they should have been prepared to answer that. They have been asked this for the last month. I mean, these people have been in, like, public service for decades. Mm -hmm. I mean, they should just know that's going to be a question. I mean, I just think it's a sign they didn't take it seriously. No. I'm, I'm on one hand, as you're telling me the story, my mind's going back to a situation um, just recently, a month ago maybe, uh, where our friend and comrade in Sussex, Greg Layton, uh, is trying to fight against this uh, this uh, biogas stuff and and the pipeline there, and uh, and he was he was uh, he was threatened by the Denrec guy Garvin Sean Garvin, and all I could think about was a lot of these cat they're this very carny esque. There's a carny. I mean, it is his cabinet, and it's just like, look, we're do we're doing what we're doing, dude. There's fucking poison in the water. Well, we we're you know, we're doing it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Mm -hmm. There's poison in the school, and the water in the school Correct. has poison in it. Like, you think you would fucking hop too. You don't understand. These people have political careers ahead of them, too. I mean, you can't be messing that up with, like, you know, this, like, when I say these people felt uncomfortable to be there, I, like, the entire time I was thinking, somebody is here thinking, well, this messes everything up for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, the body language, the looks, I mean, nobody looked like they so wanted to be there. So they have no answer. So as, as, as far as it stands now, they have, they're like, look, the schools now have the information Fuck off. Right. And let's say, and we can go into, I guess, a little bit more detail too, because multiple people and like multiple parents kept asking the same question. Basically, you know, what are you going to do about this? What is the timeline? What is your plan to address this? Are we shutting off faucets? Are we doing additional testing? Are our kids going to be tested? Is there going to be any additional testing for children? Can there be mobile testing? And basically almost every single answer said, well, we're looking into it. You know, we're developing a plan right now. And it's like, dude. This is fucking November. Like this shit's been going on for weeks. If you don't have a better answer than that, then what makes and yeah. like nobody there believed him. You should, Rob. When An I texted you yesterday, year. you should have seen the chat going on during that because if you listen to the recording, <laughs> everyone was very polite except for me. Um, but in the chat, people were livid. The chat was crazy. Yeah, yeah. chat yeah. was well because people were just amazing. calling out their bullshit yeah. in real time, saying. That's not true. Be like, that's a contradiction to what you yeah. said earlier. Just like step by step, just pointing out all the bullshit that they were trying to feed us. Nobody bought it. Yeah. Not a single person on that yeah. call to, to mind that I could tell walked away from it thinking, well, you know, we got the answers we were looking for today or this went well or now I trust my government more. It's the exact opposite. I, I'm I'm like I said, I wish I could say that I'm really surprised. Uh, I'm I'm not. I mean, it's always like, you know, it's sort of like the bureaucratic, like, you know, you go over there and it's like yeah. you know, the razzle dazzle. Yeah, we did this, we did that, and we put it over there, you know, that kind of stuff, which I get. But this seems so serious for for that kind of f you know fuckery. Um, what did the, the did did the did the representative from EPA have anything to say? Did 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 Sarah from you mean? Obviously, there's going to be some, you know, legislative oversight. It can't happen right now. But the, and, and so the two questions are, did the EPA have any comment? And did, did Sarah make any 
um, make any statement that would indicate that there's going to be uh, some sort of legislative mm-hmm. oversight or is she or, or steps going to be taken um, in the Senate where, where she is or, or, or what? Yeah, she did. So in her closing comments, I, which I think were incredibly strong, um, in addition to her opening comments, I was like floored as to how um, seriously she has been taking this and how hard she's been fighting for Delawareans to have clean water. It's like nobody should have to be able to fight for this. But she mentioned that uh, her stance on this is that obviously no lead in our water system, in our public schools, um, anywhere is safe for our children and for the for the people that we have within those buildings. Um, she was very clear on that. And to her, the acceptable amount of lead poison in our water was zero. Now, I can't say that that um, that same level um, of response was taken by every legislator. I was in a meeting today. It was a hearing um, with the Office of Management and Budget. And um, in the hearing, um, DOE was presenting their budget. I gave public comment, and so did another fellow representative. And I won't name them on the spot here. Name them. I, I, <laughs> what, where did you think you came there in was here? Only, you there was only one, uh, there was only one legislator who gave public comment. God and damn it, in, Jose. In her, in her, <laughs> Jose's got a career he's got to look out for. <laughs> you know, but in her, in her comments... She started to um, deliberate whether or not um, which standards we were going to to be utilizing. She had she had referenced, you know, we're we're unsure as to whether or not we're going to adopt, you know, the 15 parts per billion or the 7.5 parts per billion in terms of the lead contamination levels. And it's like anybody with common sense would know um, that zero is the answer. Zero amount of lead in our bodies is acceptable. That that is what the baseline is. Yeah, and I wouldn't even – I mean, I don't know what Jordan's opinion about this is. I, I, I'm not even looking – I'm looking for, like, a triage. Like, I don't want to start doing math. Yeah. Like, I need – okay, let's get some experts together and figure out how do we troubleshoot it, What? how do we figure out what we need to – like, what uh, upgrades we need to make uh, and what, like, needs to be done and then do it. Yeah. And then once that – like – you know, we could talk about, hey, at 17 parts per trillion sure. is fine, and 69 is good, and, you know. We all know it's 420 is great, right. uh, whatever. <laughs> like, all that stuff, fine. But, like, there's no urgency to, to address the, the, the what's what's in front of them, what's in front of us. Yeah. You know, and I always go back. I, I said it uh, when we've talked about it uh, before. You know, we're... You know, we're able to press a button and get, you know, $2 million to Ally Financial and, you know, a million and a half to these people, $4 million to Amazon, and more money to fucking mm-hmm. whatever's on Augustine mm-hmm. Cuddle. Job creators. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. we can get millions of dollars to job creators so that they can hire, you know, you know 50 coders mm-hmm. and 100 forklift operators at $20 an hour and pay no tax because that's for the... They create the job so the person pays the tax. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the tax base. It's a pretty neat trick. <laughs> but we have no mechanism. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, hey, there's poison in the school. Wow, man, that's that's rough. Wish we could get the funding. They're just like, right? man, I don't yeah. know. What, the don't funding? What the, the fuck funding. are you talking about, the yeah. funding? Like, we got to hop, too. We do. People are laundering money through uh, offices right you know, a mere 10 blocks <laughs> from here. You know, this is not, this is completely unacceptable. And I'll say, like, you know, Sarah really did set the tone and started asking tough questions right from the beginning. 
And I think one of the real like transformative moments in that meeting is one um, you know, mother of two children. I forget what school district they were in, you know, said when I read about this, she's like, I went out and I got them lead tested, you know, and she had to pay for it. Self the doctor's appointments or everything. And her kids came back with elevated levels of blood in their lead. I think she said it was like a 0. 0.45 or she something did. like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you could just, you know, hear, well, first see on the group thread and then just like, you know, hear everyone's heartbreak. And then, you know, she's like, why is that my responsibility? Like, why aren't you setting up testing? Like, she's like, I have insurance, so, you know, I can still afford it, you know, but it's still a, you know, it's still a burden it's and still it's still a, a hassle. And there's a lot of people who can't, you know, and it just kind of goes back to if they had a plan, if there was any sense of urgency, they would have went into that meeting and said, here's what's happened and here's our plan to deal with it. But instead they obfuscated, they passed the buck, they tried to say, oh, you know, we're working on communication, we're going to develop a plan. All of it, like the smoke and mirrors bullshit that you come to expect, um, you know, from people who really don't want to, um, like, accept any responsibility for a problem that is absolutely their problem. 100%. So what are, what, what are the next steps? You, you mentioned being at the, at the, at the, um, the, the OMB meeting today mm -hmm. about DOE's budget. Um, we got sidetracked because you... Speaking of obfuscation, <laughs> speaking of speaking of obfuscation, I'm not even telling us who it was. But any, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, what, where, where is that the, the the budget end of it? And then, what are your next steps as 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 a board uh, at Red Clay and and just you know sort of as a part of the movement? Um, what are the next steps? And what uh, actually, what mm -hmm. can people do? To, yeah. Yeah, no, those are really good questions. And I think that the source of this, um, you referenced really good points of um, Delaware can miraculously come up with money to fund all of these different initiatives, whether it's Amazon, whether it's new roads, whether it's funding for nonprofits and so forth. Um, but education seems to be the only agency that has to go through a process called referendum. It is the most corrupt, most unequitable um, process that we have in our government in the state hands down. Um, it has failed children of color. It has failed um, our black communities, our Hispanic communities, our schools um, that have high concentrations of poverty who aren't able to um, really have the programming and the funding and resources that they need. And so what we end up doing is we rely on these little tiny bits of um, legislation, whether it's the um, the K-3 spec ed funding bill that took us five years to get passed or whether it's HB 100 and HB 300, which are the mental health bills to get wraparound services in our schools, which took us how many years to get passed rather than just funding our schools adequately. The one thing that I really reflected on at today's meetings is that agency after agency after agency came up. They proposed their budgets. They proposed all the increases in their budgets. And this is an annual practice, right? And it's like, oh, great. You, everybody's just going to get the money that they're asking for. And it's just that easy. They just make the ask. Um, Director Saran Cade listens to it and everyone shakes their heads. They smile and they rubber stamp and they move on. For schools, um, I'll certainly give you the, the history in Red Clay. We have not had a major cap contribution from the state in 10 years so while all of these budgets get passed year after year after year with all of these contributions from the state, we have not seen not one contribution from the state since 2012. I was still in high school. I was still in grade school back in 2012. 
So an entire generation of students have gone through our education system in crumbling buildings without a single investment from the state. It's so neglectful, it's toxic, and it's gotten to the point where our buildings are literally dangerous to be in. I've given this example to the governor, um, to some of the highest legislators all through up and down um, the state, and they're all complicit. And I think that really, um, you know, the, the situation on hand is something that they're they're all complicit of. Every single legislator down in Dover is complicit of this process because they have yet to challenge referendum for education. This is the process that is holding us hostage um, and really being able to address the funding needs of our school. Jose, they're working on it. Quit poking yeah, the bear. Yeah, they're working yeah, quit on it. Quit poking they, the bear. They, they're working yeah. on it, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. 47% of our certificate of necessity, which we passed, to get the funding that we needed, listen to this, went was supposed to be allocated for plumbing and HVAC. 47% of the funds we were asking for this past year. And again, denied. Denied, denied, denied. Do they know? Did you know that there was actually a fire in Lewis Elementary uh, right before the pandemic? What was it about two, two and a half years yeah. ago? You didn't hear about it. Yeah. yeah, it was in one of there because they have the floorboard heaters right. in there and like a piece of paper it's, fell in there and it caused a fire. Like my kid was in that school, was in the school crazy. at the They're, time. Our, our buildings are becoming increasingly dangerous to be in. And our legislators and the the structure of how we're funded is is the source of the problems that we see today. Man, this is a big bummer. Yeah. Because you say stuff like you say stuff like, Well, I had a conversation with the governor. I'm like, Well, that that was a fucking waste of time. Yeah, it is a waste <laughs> I mean, of time. Such a waste why of time. Whenever I see him, I get my I get my shots <laughs> because talking to that guy is like talking to a fucking rock. Uh, <laughs> uh guys like there was a nurse Susan was watching uh, no, no, it was like, you know when you turn on Netflix? Uh, and you run through the menu, you get to autoplay. It's very, extremely annoying, right? Yeah. Uh, there was something, there was some kind of cartoon, uh, anime, whatever you call it now, uh, uh, illustrated thing. And it was like, uh, you know, a bunch of different animals. It's like Bojack Horseman, but it was different. It was like, I don't know what it was about. But there was a there was a guy, there was a character that had like an Easter Island head, like a big block head. And that's the first thing I thought of was like, that's uh, John Carney. <laughs> Big fucking Easter Island fucking blockhead. <laughs> Pure stone between his ears. Look, smooth brain, smooth budgets. That's well, how, we know that. <laughs> we know very smooth. Well, again, like, I mean, it, this is a generational problem and that's crossed, like, you know, extended beyond just uh, Carney's, um, you know, administration. But again, like, starts at the top, right? Governor sets a tone. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't see anything coming from them. No. Like, they're just completely unprepared. They don't have a plan. No. And I think, I mean, it's in, it just seems to me they're just trying to wait out the clock and no one wants to fucking deal with this. And it's so, it's schools. It's kids. Yeah. Like, how can they be so apathetic about what is clearly one of the most important, you know, institutions in our society, which is also constantly under attack by the far fringe on the right, you know, people like, you know, far fringe right fig right wing figures trying to get onto school boards and trying mm -hmm. to undermine our education system. You think this would be a moment for Democrats, you know, if they, you know, even like still consider themselves Democrats. So get, you know, get like, you know, let's get behind the schools here. You know, let's like, you know, 
fucking do something, man. But they don't care. They're, they're don't behind charters. Care. They're behind charters, man. School yeah. choice. That's what they like. And they yeah. like private schools too. Fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that um, Democrats are certainly not our solution here. Um, nope. <laughs> neither are the left liberals. I think that you know everybody in legislative hall are complicit here. Because um, I can tell you the majority of the conversations I've had because the majority of the legislators in red clay in our district are Democrats. And when I talk to them, uh, typically the issues and concerns that I talk to them about usually go through one ear and out the other. Um, I mean, I whether it's the lead issue, whether it's the lack of representation in the city, we have a board member who doesn't even live in this state. And I've cc'd the governor in every Who red doesn't live in the state. Martin Wilson. I did not know. Martin yeah, Wilson. I saw. I saw that you brought, you raised that. Like if you, <laughs> we'll have to look that up because you've raised this. Issue and before. legislators have all. I mean, even I've even included well, the David McBride all Lewis this. for ten yes. years. I mean, nobody. And they all covered it up. Carney, all of legislators covered that up. Um, and the same with this. I mean, I, I've I've even include. I've even sent the complaint to. Um, the AG's office, um, and I, I have to tell you at this point, I got some numbers there. If you want to call so it, much little, corruption. <laughs> if you want yeah. to do a little, There's like so uh, much corruption within our within our the, system. If you want to blow the whistle, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think Jordan hit the hit the nail on the head. Like nobody has any. Everybody's worried about like their job. Sure. Now, on one hand, I understand the governor. The legislator, legislators, are elected officials, so they have sort of political. They have to weigh political aspects, sure. and if they fuck up, kick, kick their ass out. Sure, they have the pensions they have to work for. Bureaucrats, bureaucrats <laughs> in the in these departments, state employees. They, they, we we need better. We we need a little bit of like, yeah, you know what. We have to we have to fix this pretty quickly. Uh, this has to be like our primary action item. Sure. Like because it's again they're so used to just ignoring the schools, and just saying like my job is in this thing, and like oh mistakes were made 2024 no money sorry. Like whoa 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 whoa, what are you talking about? Like that's okay for like. You know, some things like you can give me to run around. And I'll t you know, I have no choice but to take it. <laughs> like you don't really have a choice. But this is this is some sick. This is sick behavior. Yeah. Do you know how much money the Department of Transportation has spent on I ninety five in the past ten years? Mm -hmm. About one point one billion dollars. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's not including um, three hundred one either the whole 301 extension i mean and or like you know the new toll boost and everything down on like when we like massive amounts of money yeah. go into our stupid fucking highways that, one like, more one more lane each way ought to do it yeah yeah right yeah and, like i mean yeah. again over 10 years 1.1 and mistake after mistake i mean we know that they have created mistake after mistake and so much waste and not a single referendum to get that that money approved not a single one nope not no, a single no, one. no no political will Boy, if we had <laughs> referendums to get our high, oh man, I would. That would be so fucking funny. Yeah. I would love to see that. You know, because that's what it's like with bike lanes, right? Yeah. You got to go and have all these public meetings, mm -hmm. and if one fucking person complains or like you know pitches a fit, then you know the entire fucking project can be thrown into you know thrown into jeopardy. Correct. You know, but like yeah, spend billions of dollars on your roads. Yeah, who cares? You know, and redesigning, your are crumbling. And redesigning, yeah. and redesigning. Yeah, yeah. So your kid, you know, kids will be safe. You know, well maybe well maybe not even safe, but like yeah, they'll they'll be able to get to school faster, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, though. Probably no. Not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just remember coming back from Dover uh, the day uh, Kathy was sentenced. And Bill and I were sort of like stuck. They were re- reopening some lanes, coming back north. And, and I just remember Bill looked over. He was like, yeah, one more lane on each side would probably fix this. I think that's probably well thought out. Like again, is it will it will it will it be will it, will there be needed improvements in the road? Yeah, I I guess so, but like we can't. Our priorities are are, are real fucked up. I mean, if I don't know, but like if they if you can find a billion dollars over ten years from roads, you can do the exact same fucking things for schools. They can take out bonds. They can include it in bonds. Like once if you add a if, if you add a few million dollars onto a bond, it's not going to dramatically. You know, but affect the, the interest rate on here's it. The like, thing, God, they're Jordan, just they're you know this as well as they're I do. <laughs> Jose knows this. Everybody knows this. The ninety-five corridor is like um, that's that's part of commerce. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's our that's our main artery. We dug a big trench through the middle of the city and fucked it up for generations to do this. So that's a priority. Everybody says the schools are shitty anyway. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing. So everybody's like, that's not a priority. And again, it would be one thing if, if it was like, hey, we need this, some resources. And they're like, well, you we can't have it because we don't care about the public schools. But this is not that. This is like danger. Like there's blinking, like skull and crossbones. Mm-hmm. Danger, danger. But they're treating it like, well, it's a school. You yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's wild stuff. But I mean, you know why 95? Because that's, you know, that's commerce. That's, you know, everybody... You know, you got to get your goods and services mm-hmm. quickly through the yeah. city. And they had no problem bulldozing through communities of color to do it. Ugh. Yeah, well, we've, we've talked about that many times. <laughs> and can I just say, too, going back to the meeting, one of the things that like really stuck out to me is, you know, uh, residents kept pointing, and um, rather, I shouldn't say residents, but um, and all the people on that call, um, often, I assume most of them were parents of children. They're also, uh, you know, legislators and, you know, the community members on the call. You know, everyone said, like, you know, there are two problems there. There's no plan, and there wasn't. You know, throughout the entire meeting, every time every time someone asks, is there any plan to deal with, and, like, a hundred different things, like, you know, with the pipes, you know, with the testing, with, you know, kids, with health, like, you know, whatever it be. Um, you know, no plan. Oh, my God, at one time, but what's when the guy, well, oh, geez, who said that, do you remember this, Jose, when they were saying that, you know, it's still safe in order to use a food prep sink. Well, this one food prep sink tested high for lead, but we didn't turn it off because, <laughs> you know, we're just washing the vegetables in it or something like that. Yeah. And it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like nothing. I do remember said, that. Like instilled any type of trust. No. no. In them. No. And. Or, oh, it's just the garden hose. Yeah. The, the same garden hose that all the football players make Gatorade out of, mm-hmm. you know, after school mm-hmm. when they fill up their big igloo containers. It's like they were drinking this water. They were Come drinking on. this water. Come on. You can't fill an igloo in a bathroom here's sink. My, uh, here, here's <laughs> my, here's my, we'll close it out like this. I, I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out there and I want, I want your opinion on yeah. it, whether this is something that you think as a, as a parent and an activist and a journalist and as a, as a educator and a school board member you can tell me i happen to know someone not well but we all kind of know her and speaking of like career aspirations she has career aspirations she she wants to be the governor Mm. she's now the l she's the ltg Mm -hmm. she's the b she's the bhl Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and and Bethany Hall Long, as we as most of us know, is a uh, is a medical is a health professional. It's a nurse. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know she was out uh, early in COVID. You know, working hard. I see you. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's the same to me. Sort of the same, like stay in your lane, do the thing. So here you go. You're running for governor, and you want some, you want some credibility. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking for cred. Like, are you, you know, does your head look like an Eastern Ireland statue, or can you think? <laughs> like, do can you do you have any kind of neurological? Are, are the synopsis firing, or is it like? Quick dry cement. So, I let. What do you think about that avenue? Mm-hmm. That's something you mm-hmm. can do. Yeah. Say. I, mean, I, I think that's a great idea. I actually didn't think about that. Um, but Bethany, you're absolutely right. She's a clinician. She's a nurse. She was just giving out COVID shots as recently as last Saturday. I right. I, I had seen her and, and talked to her, and she was giving out um, um, vaccinations. Um, but I, I think it's a strong platform to stand on. Um, I mean, we know that nationally. I mean, what we learned from Flint, Michigan, is that Americans have a right to have fresh drinking water from their taps, and that the governments um, who have, you know, contaminated this, these systems in the form of not maintaining them and doing regular testing and ensuring that our water is safe and drinkable. Um, is unacceptable, not only to Americans, but Delawareans all up and down the state. There were 400 people on that call yesterday demanding answers. So I think that if you're if you're going to be running for any position of power, this is not a topic that you can shy away from and not answer to. I think it's going to be required. I think people are going to ask the hard questions. What are you going to do about this issue when you take office? Yeah, I mean, and if you want to do something now, and, and imp- I mean, look, Matt Meyer is going to be tough to beat. So maybe you get out in front of this and you say, look, he had the Hope Center. Mm-hmm. I got poison out of the water in schools. Yeah. There we go. I, I mean, mean, I'm just trying to <laughs> – I, I just can't – I can't, again, can't get my head around. Like the, the Flint, you know, you, you, you brought up Flint. Yeah. Uh, there was just – there's a horrible situation in – is it Jackson, Mississippi? Mm-hmm. They're having a horrible situation. But I know at le- in Flint, I think at one point they had people under indictment Yeah. for like – for you know, for fuckery, yeah, for for not you know giving the right information, kind of fooling around. Why with stuff. shouldn't we do that here? Maybe, yeah. I mean, people maybe need somebody to be should, held maybe accountable. Maybe somebody, should, yeah, maybe, may, you know, if we if arrested start... Kathleen Jennings or, or yeah, yeah, Kathy Jennings, I mean, we should be able to do the same thing here. Yeah, like the, the, the yeah, Kathy yeah. McGinnis. I'm sorry, that's, that's correct. Hey, the we can there. arrest. <laughs> we can arrest Kathy Jennings. She's our nana. She's our nana. We're not arresting our nana. <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 I do. I, I, I wonder if, 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 if people get sick, if parents start taking their kids and, and find out that they have uh, elevated lead that's causing, I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know mm-hmm. what it causes. Mm-hmm. Behavioral issues, learning disabilities, brain yeah, damage. Brain, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and we know in this county specifically. So, Spec Ed Services has skyrocketed. And I'm thinking to myself, what's the environmental correlation of children? I mean, we look at, you know, our schools, specifically the inner city schools that were highly impacted here that had high lead levels. It's like when we look at the IEPs and Spec Ed Services we need 
there has to be a correlation there has to be well and that's why they don't want to do extensive testing yeah. because then that makes them more culpable like that meeting did not go well last night no like that meeting was horrible no. for the state. Mm -hmm. Like the idea that all of a sudden they're going to start testing. It's just like, if anything, I mean, this is probably sad to say, but like if anything, that meeting last night might've made it more difficult to get that done, at least in the short term, because like these people probably see their jobs on the line, which kind of gets to one of the last comments I made last night. Did Jose tell you this, that I got the last so comments? Here's, 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 <laughs> so th this is a perfect way to end this because, um, you know, originally we were trying to get Dr. Bohm as well. Sure. And, you know, she's 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 tough to pin down. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get. It's a rock star. I, don't I know it. <laughs> but then we found out that you had gone to the thing. So now you had gone to the meeting. I was like, that's perfect. You, you could fill in. So I, I text Jose. I'm like, no problem. By the way, I said Jordan Howell's going to sit in because he went to the meeting. He's like, I know. I can't believe what he said. And I went... Uh, I'll save it. So I actually uh, don't know. All I know is that he said he couldn't believe what you said. Yeah. But I don't know what you said. You can still find the. I think they they have the live stream lot um, on Delta. It was recorded. Facebook. Yeah. Um, so you could pull it if you wanted to. You should. It'd be great to hear on the. It'd be great. <laughs> great to be put on the podcast because um, I could doubt I could recreate it here. All right. So just to recap, uh, thank you again, um, everyone, for attending. Um, we there seems to be two problems here tonight the um, plan or lack of a plan. And since there is no plan, I won't beat a dead horse and talk about that anymore. The second problem is communication and the lack of communication and the lack of trust resulting from that lack of communication, which is entirely your fault. The people on this call, your fault, direct result of your actions or inactions in some cases. And like who... Who made the decision to throw the school districts under the bus? Like, Jamie, you were quoted in the news journal, throwing the districts under the bus. Somebody made that decision. Probably someone on this call. Who was it? Was it you, Mark? Uh, Jordan, I think earlier I... Um made it pretty clear that um, the Department of Ed takes responsibility for not clearly communicating with the schools uh, in an effective way um, to ensure that, you know, they knew what the, ex they being the schools and the districts knew what the expectation was. So um, I'm not pointing my finger uh, at our schools and districts. Um, if we're but, to but you did though, and the initial news journal coverage, you guys threw the, the districts were thrown under the bus. The people in leadership on this call avoided taking responsibility and decided to make a public statement, or at least Jamie did, saying that it's not our responsibility, it is the responsibility of the schools. Who made that decision? Because this lack of trust is a direct result of you all initially not taking responsibility and for weeks, weeks avoiding responsibility and sending, quite frankly, some garbage statements to the news journal trying to pass the buck. It was disgusting. Anyone wanna take responsibility? I mean, 
you could go a long way towards rebuilding trust. If someone just said, you know what, that was me. I made a mistake. I should not have said that we have no responsibility. It's entirely the responsibility of the districts. Like when I read that initial article, like I was shocked by the attitude of your departments towards the districts. Well, Jordan, I'm the secretary. And so anything that comes from the department is my responsibility. So I'll take responsibility for it. And um, moving forward, we'll do everything. We I never make promises I can't keep. I'll do everything I certainly can as secretary to ensure that as we move forward, communication is clear and effective with our partnering districts. Well, friends, this is a bad one. Yeah. Um, I hope everybody follows this. I hope everybody who, um, you know, even if, even if you don't have kids in the schools, you got to understand the our project demands that you're uh, you're aware of this stuff and that you know you're you're to whatever extent you're participating you're holding people accountable for this because you know there's there's going to be all kinds of like shithousery and fuckery and and just you know people lying and and, and all of that and and some to some extent you got to just you got to just put up with it this one I, I don't see how I don't see how we can. So, thank you for 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 catching us up and and giving us the inside scoop, Jose. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming in. I will also say, Jose's comments on the group th- on that thread. Also, <laughs> he was holding their feet to the fire too. Every time, multiple times, you also <laughs> used the word lie. You said this is a lie. Yeah. Like he was just calling them out left and right. Like I said, a horrible meeting for Delaware, um, state of Delaware government. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I wish I could say I'm surprised. I'm not. Um, I, you know, uh, Senator McBride is my senator as well. And so uh, understanding that, that, sh- that she is at least, um, you know, motivated enough to, to sit there and, and do that last night and, and convene that, that group um, is good. Um, but let's, let's keep pushing her, too. You know, let's let's find out who you know who has oversight. Let's find out who can who can call, who can you know. W- there should be hearings about this when 100%. when 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 the, when when the legislature's back in session in 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 a mere what forty five days mm-hmm. or sixty days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's 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 stay on it. Stay on it, and st- and I keep asking questions about the lack of communication, miscommunication, outright lies coming from our government about this. Well, folks, we'll speak to you soon. You know how to hit us up at Highlands Bunker on Twitter for as long as that goes. Uh, and, uh, of course, patreon.com slash the Highlands Bunker. And always remember, left is best. Left is best.